Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Boulay Cab Show. We got a special guest in here. Return guest, my guy. He's got a new album coming out Friday. Friday, bruv. Multiverse. Multiverse, bruv. Yes. Yeah, man. So I heard the album uh, about two months ago, and I was <laughs> fucking gone off with some mushrooms. <laughs> and you played the album like eight eight times in a row in the studio, yeah. and I was just sunken into the couch, and it sounded like the greatest <laughs> shit I've ever heard in my life. I don't know why everybody keeps doing like hella mushrooms around me and getting fucked up. Yeah, so it's it, fun I mean, though. Yeah, look, what I heard was amazing. Thank uh, you. Obviously, I changed it a lot from there. I've heard, I've heard yeah, that. Yeah, I've heard yeah. there's some new stuff because I feel like Memory Lane. I didn't. <laughs> I don't know if I heard Memory Lane. No, nah, that song wasn't recorded at that time. There was. Uh, there's still some songs from that time that right. are in there uh, on the album, but no, nah, I kind of I reworked it. I'm still reworking it. Like this shit comes out on Friday. I'm still reworking it. Like right now. What's like day. the absolute latest you could turn it in though? Um. Well, there's there's ways of going about it. There's the music side, there's the artwork side, there's the mm. track listening side. So there's just things that you can still, you know, get and work in your favor. So let's say th- there's samples that just got cleared last wow. week. You know what I mean? So Thursday, 7 p.m. comes and you decide track two feels like a track 12. I could do that. You could do that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's it's possible. You know, okay. that that happens. Anything's possible. Yeah. Yep. Uh, why multiverse? Um, Shit. It started out kind of just being like a name that I landed mm-hmm. on. And then it started to just, you know, take its own life and just be this world that I kind of exist in on my own. And then when I listen to the music, I'm like, it really is my own multiverse. It's me showing different sides of myself. And it's also uh, me not chasing any trends or trying Mm. to sound like anything that's being done. So it's it's something on its own. You know what I mean? It stands out on its own in its own. Yeah. When I heard like at least the version I heard, I felt it was like a nice representation of like everything you can do, yeah, for sure. Because you got trap whiz, you got. Yeah. There's so many things you can, you 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 are like yes. capable of doing. I'm like a fucking. Well, I am a martial artist, but it's like martial arts. I got so many different styles, and to bring them all together and just use them where they're appropriate, um, that was the goal. And to also just show off and flex 
couple different skills that people, you know, might or might not associate with, you know, my legacy. So, uh, yeah. I want to thank you because your workout videos motivated me. Man. Oh, yeah. Because I, I would, in a good way, okay. I'm down like, <laughs> listen, I'm down, I'm down 25 pounds right now. <laughs> and I was like, man, if this guy can be in the studio all night and then go to the gym every fucking day, uh, this is when you were like going crazy on reels like yeah, 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 10 yeah. times a day yeah, yeah. see ya um see ya. thank you man but uh dude I've, I've been working out and i've also taken note i've been working out of my drawers in my garage every fucking day way better right? yeah well, you don't have these heavy shorts bouncing around it's, it's freedom you know what i'm saying yeah free, free from all trends uh <laughs> more workout videos coming for the summer you know i had to take a little break just so people would miss them and there was some crazy interviews. Like I would hear like women talking about me in like a wild ass way. I was like, whoa. Uh, well, you are out here, you know, listen, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, that wasn't the goal. I, was I understand just, that I was wasn't the goal. I literally trying to show my workout. Right. And then I happened to be comfortable with myself. So showing the workout while showing the print, a little extra, extra. Yeah, yeah. for those who care about that. But you know, uh, more workouts coming for the summer because yeah, we trying, we getting shredded on tour. Uh, I got some new shit that I want people to tap into, and I'm hella happy that you know that fucked with you and dog way, it did like, yeah for real because we're I, homies like you know what I'm yeah, saying because there'd be times where I'd be like I'd see you the night before yep. like and I'd be like damn we were. Just he, raging, and, and the next morning you're yeah. like, yeah, no, I love that it. shit, dog. Like, I'm, I'm still gonna be doing it on the road every night. We're gonna freaking rage, and then I'm gonna be up in the morning in my draws working out. What is your regimen like? Is it how many times a week do you have to work five out? Five days a week. So five days a week, and then how do you break the days down? Is it like arms, shoulders? No, we can get technical. So yeah. Monday is leg day, Tuesday is chest, and a little bit of shoulders. Uh, Wednesday is back Then we go right back to legs And then we do chest And then we do Back again mm. Yeah yeah And the biceps and triceps Just fall in there Because Yeah well, well We do like multiple blocks So it's like You know We might do a little bit of uh, Pushing like Real heavy shit mm. And then we might do some Just some functional shit And then throw a little bit Of biceps in there For some pump And some some tries Some kickbacks Some you know Some fucking uh, Skull crushers Like there's all different Types of shit to do That aren't like your normal heavy lifting but mm -hmm. they still get the job done so we just mix all of that stuff in there do you ever see old videos and old pictures of yourself when you were like skinny ass whiz with, yeah you, you got one of the craziest metabolisms of all time clearly uh but like and you just like god damn bro because <laughs> you were skinny as it's fuck. sickening bro like i'd be like that's gross i'd be like get that footage out of there this is the you know what i mean because there's lifestyle change that goes with that. So when you see that person, not that person, but when you see yourself uh, not at your best or on your way to your best, mm -hmm. you don't really look at that in the best way. Like for me, I, I love the transformation, but it's how I feel. And it's mentally a transformation as well. Like I can't live without the gym. So back then I wasn't thinking about, you know, waking up and, and working out or eating correctly or, you know, weighing myself and making sure that I'm at the appropriate weight for, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't doing none of that shit. So the mind frame, I'm, it, it, it wasn't, you know. Eat, like food wise, you just eating a bunch of proteins? I eat everything I want to. Um, I can have burgers if I, mean, I want. You got that metabolism. I you love know? raising canes. I just oh. got to make sure I get a bunch of uh, calories in. That's the main thing is like getting the, the right amount of calories. And I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables because I want to gain the right type of weight. Right. I don't want to just be like, you know, Pudgy, big and flabby. fucking constipated. <laughs> like, so yeah. So there's a science to it and all Raising that. Raising canes is the best though. 
I fuck with Canes, bro. Well, where's there a Canes? I mean, they just opened one they in made, Burbank. They made one in Burbank. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's the go to. Yeah, uh, see ya. You have to send somebody over there, right? Because it's a fucking mess. To, the shout line. out to Adam. A shout out. To Adam. <laughs> but see, there's no way you're going and waiting in that line in Burbank. I'll do it if I have. Do to. you do? Because uh, what I do, I get the Caniac double toast and like four sauces. Yeah, that I, I don't right. fuck with the coleslaw. No, I never ate coleslaw. Like I get offended if somebody. I don't even know why they include it in their meals anymore. There's, I, there's multiple reasons that I could name, but we'll just leave it at that. Ice T's got an endorsement deal with Raisin Canes. Yeah, I think I think I invested in Raisin Canes as well. No, 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 not yet. Is it on the way? Yeah, not yet. What? Snoop hooked me up with that place. Snoop is the man, yo. He called me with Todd and was like, "Nigga, <laughs> if y'all gonna do a deal with anybody, y'all got to do it with, with, with Wiz." I'm like, bro, why are you calling me just like trying to give me millions of dollars? Like, I love you, bro. You're a good guy. Amazing guy. So that's all. So, so you're going to be an investor, an endorser of Raising Canes officially. We're going to see. We're going to we'll pull it out. You're going like, to be working in the drive-thru like Ice-T was? He did that? Yeah. I'll do it. For a it. day. Yeah, why not? It's whatever. You got to get the cane sauce at the crib. They let you I got to do like a like a um, a multiverse meal with Raising Canes. That's the wave. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's doing meals. Yeah, yeah. Raising Canes is the wave, man. Yeah, yeah. Blazing, blazing Canes. <laughs> How ooh, um, do like a like a oh, I'll do my own sauce. Pause. That's what it'll be. You can do your own sauce. Pause. You're gonna change. Pause. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna change up the raisin, the cane sauce, the just best for, part of the just restaurant. For just for mm. exclusive. We coming up with ideas right now. I like that. Yeah, yeah. The other thing about Canes is like it's very like this is what we have. Yeah. We have chicken. Yeah. We have fries. Yeah, yeah. We have toast. Lemonade. That's what we got. Yeah, yeah. Ain't playing no games. I don't think you can get ranch there. Hell no. You can't even ask for it. But the Texas toast is crazy. Though. Texas toast is smacking. It's insane. A hundred percent. Um, how like when it comes to the martial arts shit, man? Like, obviously, shout out to PFL Pro Fight League, which is what you're uh, a part of. Yep. Uh, I just got them watching one of the fights a few weeks ago on ESPN. It was on. crazy. Um. But I know that like you're extremely passionate about martial arts, but like mm. how often are you like actively sparring? Hmm. It depends on like when I'm on camera and shit. So if I got to be like on camera or if I got a show, I obviously don't want to have like a black eye. Right. Or, Cause it happens. Or cut or something like right. that. Yeah. It happens. And I got a lot of face jewelry and shit too. So it's like, I don't be feeling like taking all this shit out. Mm. So I'll probably spar like maybe like three times a month. That's not bad. We can get it in. And then on the road, you got Breeze holding the, the bag so yeah. you can... Well, we we hold pads every day. Okay, We're okay. learning new techniques and we hitting, you know, hitting hard. But as far as like sparring, that's, for me, that's like good to just move around and stay active because it's different from hitting the pads and actually being like in a fighting scenario. Right. Like having three, three to five rounds or somebody really throwing punches and kicks at you. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you run out of like, you run out of moves. Like you'll know like eight to 10 things to do just from hitting the pads. But then when you get in there and start mixing it up, you only got like two or three moves. So you gotta, you gotta fight more. So you know what to do in those situations. Your footwork gets a little bit better. Stamina gets a little bit better. Like you start to know when to, you know, push a little bit more and win hold back. Defense gets a lot better. So, you know, I like working on all of that stuff. Have you and OT done a spar session yet? No, we haven't. Because you guys train at the same place. You we guys do. are good friends. We're a different weight class. I understand that. And you got some long legs if you guys are doing Muay Thai. And you he got don't that really reach. kick all like that. And we're those types of friends where it's like, that one, 
we would just rather like spar somebody else. Like, there's certain people where you like, yo, I like you can mess around, you could play. You know what I mean? But we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't asked him. He hadn't asked me. It's just you know, we just, we just let each other do what we do. You know what I'm saying? That's a beautiful thing. Who else on this project? Um, if me. anybody, just me, 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 me. I'm just saying because when uh, I heard nah, it, I feel like uh, I didn't my, hear. Yeah, no, nah, uh, my partner. Uh, well, they're a band called They. Shout out to uh, They. They're dope. They is on there. They're um, dope, and they were They before. They's were they. They, yeah, they were they. They've been, they've been they. they for a they've while. Been they. They've been they for a while. <laughs> that sounds funny. They've been they. <laughs> they've been they. Y'all are they. <laughs> you can't and, get mad if somebody and says they that. are actual they. No, there's, no, no, there's yeah, two guys, yeah, right? You can't get mad if somebody says that. Like, no, not for, uh, removing that from them. Be like, if somebody does something, be like, man, y'all are they. Uh, you get it? See what you you did that though. Stop being day, man. These <laughs> day ass fools. I like it, and we won't get canceled. You said it. I said it. Yeah, yeah. I'm applying it Y'all just to my friend group. Who? Just like you know, if this guy does some day ass shit, I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. We yeah. did that. So they is on the project. <laughs> yeah, they is on there. Um, not Demi Lovato, the group they. <laughs> See, I'm not. I don't know any days. <laughs> no, I do sorry. know a day. I do know a day. Um, but yeah, they they the band is on. Um, They've been fired for a very long time. Yeah, I've been fucking with their music for a long ass time. Like since it was like underground, low key. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. But um, we work with Hitmaker all together. We all be writing records and mm-hmm. shit like that. So sometimes. A verse can end up here, a hook can end up there, uh, an idea, you know what I'm saying? Like, things get mixed and mashed, but we were really all, like, locked in on this album and trying to create a sound, and I think about five records came out oh, um, shit. that we all worked on together um, on this album. You got a great, like, uh, I feel like you got great chemistry with Hitmaker. Yeah, that's my partner, bro. Like, yeah. I used I came up with him like when I was signed to Warner Brothers I used to record with him and Rob Holiday and like they used to let me sleep at their crib the Young Berg days yeah when he was Young Berg mm-hmm. yeah and I was buying weed from the, the say same yeah person. days yeah say yeah oh for yeah sure. good times I was a young nigga man uh like early Twitter days you know what I mean I would hit them up anytime I came to L A like that was my that was my partner and he was wild back then like in the club doing hella shit i don't know if he explains it i'll let him explain what he used to do but i wasn't into all of that crap he, he told me uh like last month on the show he's like he had eight chicks at one time and like like peak slum slum life he was like yeah i had eight chicks at once i was like oh. like in the bed or like yeah in the bed oh that sounds about right yeah yeah i mean i'm a, i'm cool with that yeah yeah but just there's a lot of other stuff going on that i wasn't you know what's your over under there is it eight or is it more what, women it under yeah once for me, yeah. personally, I don't give all, all that information. Doesn't that out. feel like a little excessive? Like what, it, all those would, women? If, if I had eight chicks at once, I'd be stressed out. I feel like it wouldn't be as fun as it sounds. Well, there's certain girls in certain countries who feel like, you know, men deserve that, mm. you know? So it's it's normal for some people. And then for some people, it's just like, what the hell? Like, I just mean in terms of like the practicality of like, what are we doing? Like, you know, it's just so much going on. There's some creative individuals out there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so they's on the project and yeah. and, and, they, and then you. And then uh, me mostly. But I want to like shout out my producers and my band, uh, Kenny. He did a real great job of bringing the music together. Uh, we sat down and made a lot of original stuff that when people hear it, it's like the real DNA of the album that's mm. going to give it the texture that's going to make it 
like really difficult to copy and then it's going to change how people you know put together their albums and really want to you know just view their music so i was really happy to be able to get with kenny cj mike and then other members of my band to just like create something from scratch dog that nobody's really doing um tm is on the album as well uh, Girl Talk is on the album, which is a real big deal for me because him being from Pittsburgh, right. that just provided a sound that like is so nostalgic, but you know, next level because he's always been ahead of the curve. Like just being a producer and a DJ and just having a grip on like, you know, sonically what what people, you know, is gonna fuck them up. So it was good to be able to tap in with the home. And you guys just did the the crit currency. We did smoke Dizza. And that album's amazing. It's a great album. It's amazing sonically. It sounds so good. It's such a like. It just reminded me of like when I like the just the blog era. Yeah, it's really really good. It's like, really good shit. And they play that shit in like Nobu and Catch and stuff like that. So it's good to see what type of crowds gravitate towards mm. those sounds. And um, you know when you're when you're making a project, you, for me, I intentionally try to grab certain ears, or you know, bring people along with me. It's like, hey, you might be in a trap, but let's go to Nobu, brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy yourself. Hey, we got to stop the interview real quick to tell you about our partners, our family at Odd Socks. Go to oddsocksofficial.com right now, and the promo code Bootleg Kev it'll get you twenty percent off the flyest socks in the world. Fucking SpongeBob. Fucking cheese, it's a little bit of Pepsi. Uh, how about how about some underwear? Do we like underwear? ET boxers. Let's go ahead and just open up a pair of these boys, so you can see how fly the draws are, ladies and gentlemen, because they are fly. By the way, they just gave me my own pair of odd socks. Go on my social media and you can see them. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be for sale, because let's be honest, who wants to wear socks with my fucking ugly face on them? Besides my wife, and she don't even want to wear them. There we go. Woo! They got the draws. They got it all, man. Get the Odd Socks Basics, which I love. Just the basic boys. These are amazing, comfy socks. Oddsocksofficial.com. Use the promo code BOOTLEGKEV. Save 20% off. Let's get back to the interview. Um, I put together a, a best mixtapes of all time list last year, and I had Cushion Orange Juice's number one ever. Thank you. I think it's the greatest mixtape ever. I appreciate that. Uh I think I think it was like that. I think I had like Rick Ross's Rich Forever up there. I would say um, if Meek it, Mill if Dream it's Chasers not too. Or Juice, it would be so far gone. So far gone. So far gone to me is number one because it came out before. But the thing about Juice. So Far Gone is like not too far after So Far Gone. A lot of it ended up on like a like a version you can go buy at Best Buy. I feel like Cushion Orange Juice was like a true mixtape because we barely just got it on DSPs. Like I don't know, fucking last year it felt like. Okay. But well, I'll let you handle that. <laughs> but nah, um, <laughs> it's, uh, like, like obviously, you know, recently you, you celebrated the anniversary of that project. Like, um, do you like when you look at your discography? Like, where do you rank that amongst like the Rolling Papers or the mm-hmm. Rolling Papers Two or like? Because you know, I, I feel like you have classics. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, hell yeah, all my shit is crazy. Um, I would put Cushion Orange Juice at number one for sure. Uh, that was my Illmatic. Like that was my. You know, if you want to listen to Wiz, like, number one, the first project mm-hmm. for a lot of people is Cushion Orange Juice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had 10 mixtapes yeah, before You had, like, Star that. Power before. I had yeah, Star a lot Power. of stuff. I love Star Power. Tons I of love stuff Prince of the City, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I love flight school. Flight school was hard flight as was fuck. Crazy. You know Which one I mean? had ta- uh, tap my whole body on? Ink my whole body. I think or that was flight school. Yeah, yeah. And uh, burn after rolling was crazy. You know, yep. Taylor Allardyce was nuts. Oh, cabin right. fever was crazy. Yo, both cabin fever. Don't play with me. Stay with me. Yeah. But you know, if you want to like be like, yo, all right, I'm gonna start with one Wiz project because that's what a lot of people are gonna start doing at a certain point, or even probably now because I'm ten years in the game. Mm-hmm. They're like, where the fuck do I start? Cushion orange juice for sure. Is there an effort to try to get the Taylor all the di- all the dices and the cabin fevers and all that on DSPs? Because now that we got cushion orange juice, because I feel like those- I mean they're doing this slowly. Um, uh, that's more like for the fans, and I love how the fans want to be on want it on DSPs. But music was made so different back then. I still have the Dat Piff app on my phone just to yeah, listen to people shit like hate that. that shit. I was just having a conversation with somebody. Well, they don't hate it. I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. That Piff, KP, I love y'all. Shout out to but KP. Somebody was talking about the functioning of it, right. the fact that they can't play it and do certain things. Right, like, right, 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 right. Whatever, whatever. You know, that's nerd shit, and that's the type of shit that I talk to people and listen to them about. I give feedback on what they like and what they don't like. So regardless of if I want it on DSPs or not, the fans, the people, everybody, they really, really want that shit, and they love that shit. But what I was saying is music was made differently back then. Um, mm-hmm. We were just grabbing songs or samples or Not whatever. Not worried about fuck. it. Just Hell yeah, throw that shit out there. There's a Z-Share file. Download Go it. Go on tour, fucking make a billion dollars, and, you know, they started to get pissed. They were like, fuck, like, these dudes are making money off of, like, you know, whatever, whatever. So they changed up how you can uh, 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 digest that shit and really put it out there. So that's why it took a, a little bit of amount of time for, for my records to, to clear. Yo, your freshman cover is one of the most legendary freshman covers ever. Thank you. Can you give us like a, a story about that day, that shoot? Like what was like one of your fondest memories of shooting shit. that? Um, my fondest memory was probably we all went to the studio the night before. Uh, me, Currency, uh, Shipes had brought uh, Nip through. French was there, Big Sean was there. Um, yeah, we all just went to the studio that night, and that was the first time I ever had uh, halal food. You ever had halal? Yeah, of, co- yeah, like, of course. Like and the first time I had it was shit. in New York, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, Shipes was like, y'all gotta fucking have halal. So, we all came to the studio and we smoked and ate halal. We figured out that shit is like 10 bucks later. Like, yeah. it's not fucking exotic at all. It's, it's like at a cart outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was bomb it was like a cool some new york shit yeah. yeah and like we wrote three or four songs like all together me currency nip uh big sean and french like we all sat in the studio and just wrote some songs together where are these records shit some ended up on currency's mixtape okay. at the time some ended up on nip's mixtape at the time some ended up on french mixtape at the time some ended up on my mixtape at the time so they all like scattered they were around. scattered around yeah yeah but That's you could like go back and check the footage out there's footage from day to day on there and uh yeah it was cool i think like the whole photo shoot was more of a blur because it was so many niggas in there and they was trying to interview us mm-hmm. and they was trying to you know, uh, uh, it was just, it was a lot of, you know, when you got young energy, like I knew what I was doing, but a lot of other people were like, you know what I'm saying? So it was pretty standoffish, like at the shoot. But, uh, Hey, how close were you? Cause I remember when you jumped on the super high remix. Yeah. It, I think it was you and currency was on the uh-huh. remix. And I remember that I don't, I can't even listen to the normal version of that record. Cause that remix is so classic, but I remember there was like rumblings of you possibly joining MMG at the mm-hmm. time. Like, was there ever like, Oh, did that ever get close to the finish line? Well, Rick Ross is my man, bro. And he's another one. Like, shout out to McQueen. Yeah, shout out Bel Air. Bamboo. Shout out to Brett. Um, he's another one who's like Snoop, who's like never stopped 
throwing me alley-oops or just putting, you know, me in the game and just doing things to help me out. And he'll reach out personally or, or tell people, like, yo, fuck with Wiz. And he's so cool, man. Like, I love that dude. So the story of how that went down is um, I was, I think I did the mixtape Monday on um, on MTV. You remember that shit? I remember that shit. Yeah. Yep. yeah, like, that was a big deal. So I did Cushion Orange Juice. And I was like, I got to be on fucking mixtape Monday. And they were like, you could do it, but we're not sending nobody to film you. I was like, fuck y'all. I got my own film crew. Right. So I film my own shit. Like, I film my own intro. I film my uh, my interviews. I film, like, my little video parts in the studio and shit like that. And they they aired it, and he seen that shit. He was like, this nigga is hard. So he called me personally. Uh, he uh, he hit me up through spiff spiff was uh spiff. spiff tv yeah spiff tv and um and sam sneak uh, DJ, dj yeah yeah dj sam sneak he, they he hit excuse me he hit me up through them called me personally was like yo i fuck with you heavy fly down to atlanta come to my crib let's just chill record some songs or whatever i'm like hell yeah nigga you're rick ross right like, this I is like peak mmg shit's yeah, going crazy like, this is after big meech and yep. all that yep. like i'm like oh hell yeah mm -hmm. so i went down there he had a pile of weed. He's like, yo, roll up. He took me sneaker shopping. He took me to go get some food. He took me to go get some tattoos. We recorded the verses uh, separately. Like, I did my verse in Pittsburgh, and Spitter did his verse um, in New Orleans. Because that's where he was like, yo, I got to tap in with both of y'all. Like, y'all yeah. smoking, y'all doing this. So we did our verses, and then we flew down there, and we shot the video, like, that day. Mm. Spitter left, but I stayed another day and just chilled. And then by the time I got home... He called me again and was like, yo, I want to sign you, this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, bruv, <laughs> I just started my own label. Right, Taylor Gang just started. Just started. I was like, a lot of people don't know. Like, I got out of a deal at Warner, but these niggas is trying to double back and sign me again. And I'm about to get a hell of a lot more money. So after you left Warner the first time, yeah. they try to bring you back? Well, the same people were at Atlantic at the time. Why no? Like, yeah, I mean, when, so it was the same motherfuckers. Okay, okay, so the same team who was at Warner ended up over at Atlantic, and that's like, how you ended up at Atlantic. That's not how I ended no. up there, but they ended up having to deal with me again because I had an A and R who was crazy about me, and he brought me to Atlantic, and they were like, "Bro, we just had that kid when he was over there," and he was like, "Nah, but he's like, he's that dude, blah blah blah. He's gonna do this." And they were like. So you mean to tell us we got to sign the same motherfucker twice and give him more money the second time? So, yeah, I took the money and I had to tell Rick Ross, like, we're keeping it on the low because, like, I didn't want to tell people I was signing another deal. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it just wasn't my thing. I didn't want people to take away from the fact that I was doing all of that shit myself. Yeah. Making my own YouTubes, going on tour, doing all my own merch. I didn't want nobody stepping in and taking no credit or any of that. So they didn't come into the picture by people until like black and yellow and shit but we had already been you know what i mean talking so that's what i had to tell rose was like you know i'm talking to atlantic mm -hmm. i'm finna make this happen but we could always be family we could always be cool that's big man yeah man it was good and that's always been a big homie man he showed me so much love yo and he still does talk about taylor gang obviously i think back to when you guys had the uh double xl cover right mm -hmm. um and i just think that like in terms of you just being like a ceo I don't feel like sometimes you get the credit you deserve, man. Because I feel like we always look at, at Wiz as like this fun guy. But you're fucking, your business acumen is so crazy. And your leadership is just like a guy running a label. If we think about Ty, Juicy J, we mm -hmm. can go on and on and on. Shout out to Chevy. Shout out to Fred the God. Yep. Um, what is the like? What is the label looking like now? You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, Fed's going on the uh, road with you. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, 
Who who's officially Taylor Gang in 2022? Obviously, there's people who are going to be Taylor Gang forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in terms of just like who's on the label, the thing the thing that we did, which was real smart, is we uh, <laughs> started a management company as well. Mm. So we manage a lot of artists that aren't necessarily signed. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's why maybe I might not get looked at as, you know, blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to like making and actually growing careers, that's kind of more what we're into is like starting with people before they're, they're superstars and shit like that. It's easy to grab somebody and kind of just do whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And if that's the path and that's a lot of people's path and it works and it looks good and it sounds good, but I, I much rather like build, like you said, take them on the road, fucking media train them, like get give them those. Develop an artist. People don't yeah, develop artists anymore. They really don't. They just find a hit and put them out there before they're really ready for the the world. And uh, what we do is we give people opportunities to uh, you know grow their own business. So you can get your own publishing. You can do all of these things on your own. You have a choice whether you want to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Be with us. So yeah, that's just that's just how that is, and I see it better for business that way because that way if like things don't really go the way that they're supposed to we're not signed for a fucking five right you you can go your separate way and it's no hard feelings and you can take everything that you learn you know what i'm saying Go apply it to the rest of your career apply that be great that's that's beautiful how uh obviously you and logic hitting the road all summer you know you are a guy who consistently runs the summer when it comes to these tours yeah it's been fucking what three years now it's it, since the last one. Yeah, 2019 was the last time I went on tour. Well, but man. before that, I feel like it was like every summer. Yeah, you were, every summer it was it was like a thing. Obviously, yeah, the yep. pandemic fucks a lot of shit up. Yeah, yeah. That's that's always been our thing, man. Hitting these amphitheaters. Um, we're real solid with Live Nation, and you know we just put on a great show. We bring a lot of people. The lineup is always good, and mm. it's just it's just a vibe. I remember, I remember the first time I saw you was at either. Uh, rock the bells or pay, pay dues. One of them. One of them. Oh yeah, that was way back in the day. Way back, and you were just walking through the crowd too. Uh-huh. Um, but the first time I saw you, like I feel like your first like huge tour was probably the Rolling Papers tour with you and Big Sean. In yep. terms of like you doing like those big venues, I yeah, remember yep. seeing you at the Joint in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. What are like things that like? Because I feel like your live show now is so, it's just so like flawless. Mm-hmm. Like you know, but like like when it comes to doing a new tour are there new things you try to add into the yeah yeah i'm always uh trying to be as creative and and you know shocking as possible but i stay in my lane too and i'm also like very money conscious like i'm right. not one of those artists who needs crazy ass right. production like, we need fucking fireworks and i'm I not that a- guy you know what i'm saying i'm trying to make money right you know what i'm saying so i'm actually like in those meetings when they're sitting down and they're going over how much the shit cost and how much, you know... How much the production of the how, show will yeah, cost. How yeah, how long it's going to take to get there. Uh, you know, what venues we're going to be able to uh, set all of this shit up at. And some venues, if you're going to have to have half of the production. A lot of people don't take that shit into consideration when they're, like, planning their events. They're just like, I want to fucking pop out of hell. You know what I mean? And, like, as an artist, like, that sounds cool. But you got to, like be realistic i just saw I, mean? <laughs> uh, I just saw mgk and he had a fucking helicopter well i don't fl- blame flying him. over the fucking arena it looked crazy i don't blame it him. was dope it was when dope you, when you get to that point where you want to make those decisions it's a helicopter or it's 
Bringing money home. <laughs> I'd rather bring the money home. Not to say nothing bad about anybody's business. No, for sure, for sure. But, you know, I love art, but I love my business. Like, I'm a businessman. I got into this shit to do business, dog. Like, you feel me? So I can get my point across with screens and lights and my band. And your energy. And cryo and my energy. And I got a couple other little tricks also, that I Also, you got like, some hit records. I really? keep the crowd involved. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? And, like, I'm really one of those people where even if you don't know the words, I'm still going to entertain you and bring you mm-hmm. in like uh i'm that's my duty and job as a performer you know what i'm saying so it was been like that since day one and it's gonna be like that with me being a multi-platinum selling i'm still gonna invite you in to the record so you know shout out to all of the crazy ass production but i know how much that shit costs and i don't want it uh you're the first guy who i ever heard uzi with yep also 21 savage oh cool that's crazy. Yeah. But like, I remember you were like practicing for one of your DJ sets playing like mm-hmm. some 21 Savage shit. And it was the That's first tight. time I heard Slaughter. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like you have a, a crazy ear and you've always had an ear in terms of like tapping in with artists early mm-hmm. outside of the guys you're managing or who's on Taylor Gang. Yeah. Who are you a fan of right now that's of the younger, you know, wave? I haven't been able to listen to nobody. Like, not that I don't enjoy it. Right. I've just been in the studio so much. You've been like, working. Yeah. And like, if I listen to that shit, I'm definitely going to make a song that sounds like it like because i like that crowd i like the energy i like entertaining i like talking shit so like when i hear that shit i'm like oh yeah i just heard this song you almost like subconsciously influenced to go i mean it's like it's like a groove like oh i heard this jam today i gotta have something that hits like this like it's not gonna be exactly like it but it's gonna remind you of it. it's gonna remind me of it because i'm inspired so i haven't really had a chance to like dive in and like build a list of songs where it's like if i walk in the club i need to hear it is or if i get in a car if i'm t- if i'm about to go to whatever right, right, event, right, right, right. i haven't even built that yet you know what you're I mean? not really like you're not doing as many dj gigs because i mean I, I just been in the studio yeah. i've been trying to like you know what i mean like really get this sound together and like what was your dj name dj daddy cat daddy cat yeah, yeah. yeah but if you give me some time you already know my shit gonna be crazy I'm going to play some shit you never heard before. You'd be like, how the fuck did Wiz find another song I never heard? Another artist, another blah, blah, blah. That's what I do. You're pretty uh, heavily involved in the gaming thing. Uh, you're part owner of a gaming team. Yeah, the Pittsburgh Knights. Um, and uh, I actually played uh, Oculus with you for the first time I ever played it. Yep. And uh, God damn, I almost, that was some real cardio. Uh, which, which game did you play? We were playing that shooting game. Remember yeah, that you game fell was, and you hit yeah, your head on yeah, the coffee table. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that I shit did. is serious. That shit got real. Yeah. I really thought somebody was shooting at me, dog. <laughs> no, it's like you got to bend down. You got to duck behind and then walls like, and a shit. bullet, like, cut, like, pause is flying at your face. Yeah. Yeah, yep. You don't want to. Yeah, it got real. Um, How, like, do you, like, obviously, I know you do gaming events and you're on Twitch and mm. stuff, but are you, like, gaming at, at the crib pretty often? Nah, nah. I'm not really, like, a, a big gamer. Uh, I know my place. And a lot of kids are really good at that shit, so they just want to just whip my ass for, like, a, a game or two and then get on with their day. Like, I'm not there to be good at anything. <laughs> I'm just there to, like, support, make somebody's day. You know what I mean? I don't I don't plan on getting too many uh, wins at anything. Did you see T. Grizzly uh, recently said he's making 200 grand a month off of Twitch? I believe it. Because he's got, he's got like the GTA server going yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. shit is crazy. That. Yeah, I believe it. We were just talking about that the other day. It's like, fool's making more off of that. So it's like, why would they go do shows or, you know what I mean, leave the crib? Like, But that's where the world is going and it's going in that direction. T-Pain's another one who's like killing it. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's going in that direction. There's more people 
investing in on their life online than they are, you know what I'm saying, in real life. They're buying more clothes online. They're buying cars online. Like fake clothes. Yeah, yeah. for their character, like for, for, for their, their avatar. Two, it's crazy. Yeah. It's for their avatar, you know? Would you suggest people, because obviously there's people who've been eating shit on crypto recently and NFTs and shit. Like, you're very smart with your money. Like, yeah. how how involved did you get with the crypto space? Not very. Smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of advice and, you know, I feel like we took the right ones, but I did do a, a some, you know, to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. You dabbled. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's not, you know, me turning a lot of money into non-money. Yeah. A lot of, uh, well, you know, you saw like a lot of people are like not even, probably not even to their own knowledge. Like we're like a part of Ponzi schemes, like artists and like even the dude from the Sacramento Kings, uh, uh what scheme? Like like some of these NFT, they call them like rug pulls. Okay. So they they are like uh, what's uh, De'Aaron Fox who signed a hundred and eighty five million dollar contract for the Kings, mm -hmm. launched his own NFT with a company, mm -hmm. and then I guess they sold like when everyone bought in and mm -hmm. it dipped. So they're like there's like that's like that's like, yeah that's they're like, like it's not looking great yeah you know what I'm saying so that dude's in Panama somewhere chilling well also like you signed a hundred and eighty five million dollar contract with the Kings bro yeah, <laughs> like yeah what? yeah nah you can't do that shit I believe it though because it's like that's all that they were going after is like high profile the quick money people. and it's also the quick it's like that quick nut that's shit, the yeah. only way to get value that quick is to go after somebody who's like high value I mean mm -hmm. you know what I mean so it's like if you have a lighter and it's like it's not really a lighter until fucking like LeBron it's got the Khalifa Kush on the on the logo. LeBron touched it, then it's like, oh yeah, now we got these. I got LeBron's lighter. Yeah, it's like it's cooler now. You know what I'm saying? So they were doing that with like NFTs and all of those companies. They were just using artists to like promote them and bring value to themselves. But that shit wasn't about nothing. Um, how you feeling about uh, Mason Rudolph being your starting quarterback? I don't watch sports, bro. You don't watch the Steelers? I mean, I love the Steelers. Only if they make it to the Super Bowl? I've been, yeah, I've been in the studio, man. You're disconnected. <laughs> me, me and Fed have a uh, a $1,000 bet that the Steelers will not make the playoffs. So You and Fed got to talk about that. No, no, no. I, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm hope, I, 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 feel, I feel good about my chances. I feel good about my chances, man. What's, uh, yo, yo, your son is getting older. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, he's, I feel like. It was so dope to see you guys do that Oreo commercial. Yeah, um, he's way bigger than that now. Now that like he's older, he's kind of like a little dude now. You know what I mean? Um, how do you f do the work life balance? Because I feel like you do it so well. Uh huh. For me, it's more about uh, spending time with him and making sure he's good. So I get the, I'll get the work out of the way, but I just schedule my life to where if you know he's got a ton of shit to do, or if I got a ton of shit to do around around him. I just won't have a lot of work stuff. Like when you grind for 10 plus years and work every fucking day and like go to the studio every day or go to every meeting or do every drop at a certain point, you get to not have to do all of that shit. Like you get to do it when you want to. Yeah, like you've worked, you've worked so hard up until this point to where you can say, yeah, and rap's not my only thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I got voiceovers. I got a ton of other shit that, you know, I'm making money off of or my companies that make money that I don't even have to physically show up for. So if I have companies that I don't have to physically show up for like, that are bringing me millions of dollars, with death. I can spend a ton of time with my son. You know what I'm saying? Passive I worked income. for that. Yeah. I, I afforded myself that and I made sure that, you know, I, I made that comfortability for myself. 
a lot of people don't think about that shit. They just mm. think money, 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 show, 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 blah, blah, blah. All right, well, how much money are you going to make if you don't go? You right. know what I'm saying? And if you, and if it's none, you're not really a boss or you're not really as paid as you think you are. Like, you got to get up and you got to go. I'm going to chill here with my son. I'm good. I think the pandemic, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people realized it. I'm not as rich as I thought I was because the but that the, wasn't it. The live the live shows shit. Bro, stopped. people were getting like fucking fake money. What do you mean? Like, no, I mean in terms of Lambos. Like niggas, no, was no, just no, no, scamming is so, like an all-time I mean, high. I mean artists. I mean artists. Oh, artists. No, artists know that they're broke because they have people who tell them they're broke. They just keep they just spending money. Care. Yeah, yeah. They just be like, no, I got a show for a hundred k next week, so I'm good. No, brother, you just spent seventy k. <laughs> right, you're not good. Yeah. But they don't. They don't give a fuck, and they don't. They don't care about balancing that out because it takes too much time, effort, and energy. Did you have you ever seen an artist fucking off their money that you were cool with, like a younger All guy, and you pull him to the side and be like, hey. every last one of them. And yes, I talk to him. I pull him to the side. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And do they listen? Ever? No. <laughs> 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 Hell no Yeah the pandemic was crazy Everyone I knew was like rich all of a sudden Yeah uh, fake money I was like everyone's got fucking designer and Yeah fake ass money It's cra- it's crazy And now some of them are in prison Or or they're you know <laughs> Or pending See ya What up we gotta interrupt the interview real quick To tell you about our people at Blue Chew Don't forget to go to bluechew.com Use the promo code bootleg right now and get your first month free. All you got to do is pay $5 in shipping. It's the, uh, man, fellas, the game changer. That's all I'm going to say. You pop the blue chew and your dick is on a million. Man, I'm not saying it makes it bigger, but it feels bigger. I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Uh, Look, same active ingredient as Cialis and Viagra, minus the awkward visits to the doctor's office. All right, it's all over the phone. It's so easy. They ship it right to your door in discreet packaging. Uh, I don't know if you're going through erectile dysfunction because you're stressed out at work. Uh, maybe uh, you just need a little extra hump with wifey. Whatever it is. Maybe you just want to take a blue chew and beat your dick like it stole something just to feel like, damn, that shit's hard, bro. You know what I'm saying? Go to bluechew.com. Use the promo code bootleg right now and you will save uh, all money. It's free. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get a whole month for free. Bluechew.com, promo code bootleg for a whole month for free. Delivered to your door discreetly. No doctor's appointments, no awkward visits. Same Viagra, Cialis ingredients. Man, what are you waiting for? Go do that. How did you get involved with Liquid Death? Um... This company was brought to me, I think it was during the pandemic or maybe before. It's Great Waters at every fucking 7-Eleven. Yeah, they were just like, you know, we want to do a deal with you. There was some people who were tied in with some people uh, that I'm really close with. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we would love to work with Wiz and blah, blah, blah. And it was just kind of like an organic thing. They were getting started. And I liked the direction of how they were doing it. They were like, we're really extreme. We don't give a fuck about the rules. Like, the way we promote is, like, really oh, it's crazy. hardcore. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, we're going after it. And they had a whole game plan. And it was linked in with Live Nation as well. So every Live Nation concert uh, venue, Liquid Death, is sold in. So that's me all summer. You know what I'm saying? Or anybody who is, uh, you know, with the company, you're going to see this company there. So that's like how you see monster energy drinks yeah. all over the place. This is fucking water, bro. So to me, I'm like, that's that's a big, big deal right that's there. That's a play. Like, that's what Everybody needs for. water no matter what. That's what we're going for. Sign me up. 
Talk about the Mr. Cap mushroom play mm-hmm. that you just announced. Obviously, uh, you know, I feel like psilocybin is the future. Yeah. It's it's definitely, uh, I, I don't know how legal it is in Canada. It might be all the way legal. But in terms of just like the legality of psilocybin in the United States, I feel like it's coming eventually. Yeah, yeah. it's like how weed was. Where there's like lobbyists like, fighting for it. And know. there's places where it's legal and then there's places where they're, they're just like. <gasps> like right but, now it's like Colorado, I think, Portland. I think Portland, yeah. Portland. Portland as well. But it's not legal enough to fucking sell uh, psilocybin, so. We ain't not doing that in, in the U.S. I'm like, you see a lot of shrooms. You see a lot of, like, bar uh, chocolates yeah. and pills and shit like that. Like, that shit's not technically, you know, it's not, you know, you no, know what I'm saying? Not legal? Or, or not, I didn't say or, it. But you well, know it's definitely not legal. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people are, you know, they're mixing it and they're they're figuring out ways to do it without the psilocybin. So, like, there's mushrooms that... Are like kind of herbal You can grow them mm-hmm. now Like they're making Your own at home Grow kits So when it does You know what I mean People are already Going to be And they're doing this Overseas And there's places that And that's why We're getting tapped in With Mr. Cash Because there's places That I'm going to be able To like go full on with it And then there's going to be Places where it's like A little bit What's the US like version the, Of Mr. Cap's going to be You'll see Okay But okay. that's what I'm telling you There's going to be a difference To save my ass So if I go to Amsterdam I might get some shit There you go Yeah There you go Now we talking Have you ever had A terrible trip no, I, I I I wouldn't say terrible, but it's been pretty intense. Like mushrooms to me is like a roller coaster. Like you go up, mm. you get like really fucking scared, and then like you drop, and then it's like intense, and then you cruise for a little bit, and then it gets fucking intense again. Like whatever, if it, it might be a loop, a turn, or whatever it is. That's like, how I, I literally got through Rolling Loud just by eating shrooms the whole time. Yeah, but how much did you eat though? Uh Probably let's see. Throughout the week, we went through like two or three ace. No, three three ace. It's a lot. Yeah, we ate a lot. It was me and this guy right In here. In a week? Yeah. Dude, trust me, everything was real realistic. The whole the whole motherfucking Miami trip was See, I don't I, need I was that at, much shrooms. I was at booby trap. Shrooming? <laughs> Shrooming. Shroomy trap. <laughs> the shroomy trap. That sounds oh. crazy. It was a good time, man. It was a good time. All right, so multiverse comes out <laughs> Friday. Um obviously badass bitches is going up. Mm-hmm. Uh I love that record. I love the Ice. Yo, Ice Down Necklace was one of those records that you played when I was there. And mm-hmm. and at the time, it sounded like the greatest song I ever heard. <laughs> it was the shrooms. It was fun. I was like, this shit is great. I love Ice Down Necklace. Shout record. out to Sledger. He he produced that one. That was one of the records that, that kicked off the multiverse. Um, that was the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, we, we, I wrote the video and like we just kind of, that was like just setting up, kind of getting the vision back ready and... I just felt like that one has so much energy. That's going to be a timeless song that people just get rowdy to forever and ever. Like, it doesn't matter what happens today. I'm, I know by next year, like, people are going to be fucking going crazy to that shit. You know, I wanted to ask you, did you and Gilly the Kid ever chop it up after he was, you know, uh, you guys got into your... No, nah, we didn't. You never did? No. Nah. You're very adamant about keeping positivity around you at all times, yeah, I feel yeah. like. I've mm-hmm. noticed that about you, like... Yeah. Like if somebody's on some weirdo, like not, I'm not saying he is shout out to Gilly. I'm, I'm a fan of the podcast, but mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of like, I've seen like you be on shows with other artists um, and they're just like not allowed in the dressing room because the energy they're off. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I like to help people, you know, I'm a very positive person. So if, if, if I can help you, I will. And uh, <laughs> did you learn that from Snoop? You feel like? 
Yeah, well, Snoop's the big homie, you know. And there's a lot of there was a lot of situations like back in the day that didn't even get past certain things because Snoop would call and be like, "Yo, that's my little homie." Like, chill, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that. And that was always I appreciated that because he just knows my heart. He knows the people who are around me too. So he's like, "Look, just chill, just relax." You, uh, I saw there was this. Weed Olympics thing that everybody mm-hmm. was talking about. Did that ever happen? It didn't nah, happen, right? We're it was, still in the we still in the group chat, but supposed to be you, burner, currency, <laughs> be real. Everybody got busy. I think was it Method Man and Red Man? I think the show the show season kicked in and niggas got busy planning tours and like niggas just got sidetracked. Mm. Yeah, yep. Who is who's the underrated smoker in hip hop that can hang with you that we don't obviously all the names I just mentioned we all know are big smokers, but hmm. I think Ty's a pretty big smoker. Like somebody who smokes a lot? Who's like, who, who you think you're like, you know. Ty, Ty, well, Ty, uh, Rico Nasty. Rico Nasty. Yeah. She's a G. Shout she, out to her. Yeah, she can hang. I think about that viral video of you and Snoop on stage where you guys are, yeah, are doing the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Rico can hang. Um, is there anybody else that I was like surprised where I was like, she smokes a lot of weed. I mean, I already shouted out Miley Cyrus. She smokes a shit ton of weed. Miley's a big one, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She smokes a lot of pot. That was a, that was an era, right? The twenty three record. Yeah, that was. Shout out to Mike. Will made it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that record. I was... I felt like she was like a sleeper as far as the pot goes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not like really. Who I... else could hang as far as weed in the game? Like I was like, man, this motherfucker like really loves weed. That's just always rolling up. I feel like when I see you, you got the jars ready. Yeah. There's never. Well, I mean, Wheezy, I don't know if people still give him his credit, but Wayne, he smoked a, a shit ton of weed. Me and him, we we smoked weed from like 12 midnight to at least like 8 o'clock in the morning, just nonstop smoking weed. Do you feel like your tolerance is so crazy now that like, is it even possible for you to like, like, do you, do you think back to like when you f- maybe first started smoking weed and how high do you, how high you would get? Because I feel like once you like get into a pattern of smoking so much, like it, it's obviously your tolerance is higher. So. Yeah, no, nah, I still get fucking stoned. Right, like, I'll smoke like four joints and be baked. That's pretty much the goal, though. Like I wouldn't want to be at the point where I didn't get like smacked. You know, right? You're not eating edibles though. I fuck with some edibles. It's Ed- whatever. Edibles are terrible. They make my stomach hurt just a little bit, but like. I'd rather do mushrooms and smoke Yeah, no, weed. I tell people, because people think like, oh, it's eating weed. I'm like, eating weed, if you eat too much, it's worse than mushrooms. Yeah, I'd rather just do some shrooms and, 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 and smoke some weed. But I, I take edibles for like plane rides, like long plane rides. I do more like THC pills, you mm. know what I'm saying? So it's not like in food form, because I don't eat a lot of candy and goldfish and chocolate chip cookies and fucking Sour Patch Kids and all that. Like, you know what I mean? I'd rather just take like a 25 milligram Bow, you know what I'm saying? Go that's straight not, to that's sleep. That's a serious, yeah, yeah. Like two or three of those, I'm I'm sleep. Have you ever hallucinated off of an edible? I thought I overdosed I, for sure. I, have, like, yeah. I woke up and and I was like, it's it's the end of the world. Did you puke? I thought I was going to, but I I, got, I woke my game up. I was I was straight. Yeah, nah. Because I was on a plane and I didn't want to throw up and then like get upset and then you that know, happened to me like the, the, like I feel like the last time I ate an edible going onto a plane, I thought it was a great idea. I was going to Paris with my girl. And then in the middle of the flat, I woke up freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And I was in the fucking middle seat. It was, it was yeah, not. it'll make you puke. But it's like being in that that suction like that, pause. Like, it's a different vibe. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we were we were playing. Are you um Are you going to dabble in any more acting? Obviously, you you know, you and yeah. Snoop got a movie. There was the movie that you and Amber did where you were a cowboy. <laughs> 
That was me being a supportive husband. Yes. <laughs> and I'll do it again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I met with uh, the people at Amazon. They got some shit that they, they're really interested. Um, some scripted, some non-scripted shit that I've been working on. Some uh, some shows that are just like in a cut. Like I got some pilots that we shop in. I got this animated series that is like kind of a spinoff of one that I was already doing, but it's more like an adult animated because that shit's hella popular. So, yeah, I got a lot of stuff on the table. I'm just balancing it all out, especially with the album coming out. That's really important, getting the tour and then just making sure everything has its own time. Like, I don't want to be on the road and filming at the same time. You know what I mean? So I just I make sure that I'm like I said, I take my comfortable uh, you don't com- overfill the comfort, plate. My yeah. comfort and my happiness, very, very serious. Um, you uh, can you give me? Obviously, Amber dropped a record. Yeah, what'd you think of it? I love it. Shout out to her. Hard. Yeah, I'm just like, do you give her pointers? You know what I mean? Like, she don't take pointers. She don't take pointers, especially from men, right? <laughs> but no, I, I'm always, I've always been supportive and like, you know, encouraging. But if it, if it wasn't fire, I would be like. You know, it's cool. But I think it's heat. It's not bad. Um, Give me your top three tips for people to co-parent out there. Because I feel like you guys do it flawlessly. Top three tips to co-parent. If you're a man, get over yourself. Uh, If you're a man, don't give a woman advice on what she should do. Uh, take, Take fucking full responsibility and accountability for your actions. And don't be childish. You know, grow up. Yeah. Yeah. Grow the fuck up, man. Yep. There it is. Wiz Khalifa, the album is... This Multiverse, pro- Multiverse, July 29th on Friday. Friday, it's out. It's out, baby. It's great. How many How many records is it? Um, I think 17. If 17. I'm That's a yeah. nice nice size body of work. Yeah, no, nah, it's a complete body of work, man. You're going to get some full, some full jams on there. There's like some eight-minute songs. First solo album in a while, right? Like in terms of just oh, you? Oh, yeah, because I've been dropping a lot of shit. You've been dropping like, collab I dropped one shit. with Juicy. Yeah. And not to not count those records because I'm like, yo, I haven't dropped music in forever. I did one with Cardo and Sledrin. Um, no, nah, you just dropped the, the uh, Whistle Got Wings. I did that one before that, the other uh, one with Juicy. Yep, yep, yep. I did the one with Girl Talk and, you know, and Crit, Crit and, and Spitter. So that's literally like three projects already this but year. But I'm saying, I'm saying like your official solo album, it's been. Nah, but that's what I'm saying. It's the difference between this one and all of those. Like right. all of those, I'm kind of just like, yeah, bro, do whatever. But this one, I really. How many, know. how many, has it been three years? What, since, since I dropped, you dropped an, an album? album? Um, I wouldn't even count uh, the album that I put out in, in 2020, like the, the saga, because I was kind of just putting out songs to see what I, what I like what the temperature was so I would say like Rolling Papers 2 was the last one and Damn. What, what year did that come out I feel like that was like 2017 18 yeah that was the last one damn yeah yeah would you do part 3 or is it over yeah I'll do part 3 you do part 3 I would there it is yeah yeah there it is man well listen Wiz Khalifa appreciate you pulling up nah no doubt man anytime every time go get the album and go support uh, all the uh, Liquid Death uh, McQueen yep Go watch PFL on ESPN. Khalifa Kush. Khalifa Kush, smoke that shit. Get the album. July 19th. We're missing it. Friday. Smoke Khalifa Kush to the album. Oh, you're missing. We're uh, missing another business. I'm forgetting. Oh, the tour. You said PFL. The tour, PFL. So much. Oh, the the video game shit. The uh, the Knights. The Pittsburgh Knights. Pack Bowls. You could order that. 
on um, on, on Uber Eats, Uber and Eats. Shit like that. If you see packed bowls by Wiz Khalifa, that's, did you curate the menu? It's one of my yeah. I've tasted all of them. Pause and the the fried peanut butter and jelly is crazy. Fried peanut butter and jelly, nigga. Do you order your own Uber Eats? Sure. That's a, that's the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Wiz Khalifa. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.